Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Ryan. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. So, Andy, you're going to be excited a week from Thursday when Dougie's back. I am. The uh, guest on Car Selling Secrets on the 25th of August. Car Selling Secrets special guest, Frank Caliendo. Oh, Frank oh, Caliendo. Nice. Wow, he hasn't been on the show in a long time. Well, I know. It's just nobody ever gets And he's actually coming in. Well. Oh, is, he, is, he, is he touring? Yeah, he's at Acme. He's oh. at me uh, the 24th and 25th of August. 24th already sold out. 25th is a few tickets oh, left. Man. Yeah, he's uh, he's great to watch. Oh, he's unbelievable. And that's a great, great venue. Guy. Great venue, too, to watch us. Oh, him God, yeah. Acme's small. Phenomenal. I mean, just, you get in these big venues and you have, to have binoculars to see the talent. So. Okay, i got to do two things. We'll get to Ann Haitian in just one second, I promise, because I just saw the headline and I know you, why you want to talk about her now, because the headline's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> If it were Andy Bernard and he got COVID, it would be Andy's got COVID. Right. Ralph Basham, Ralph's got COVID. Uh, that's right. Tom Bernard, he's got COVID. Right. But COVID interrupts Jill Biden's vacation. Oh. Do they oh. always have How to be a victim? Oh, that's right. 
These politicians are always a victim. It's just disgusting. What a bad example for the people. Interferes with her vacation. I know. You believe it? <laughs> you know, they're making a big mistake. They're mistaking uh, me for someone who cares. Um, exactly. <laughs> but that thing about all American politicians now, and now the people are following close behind, that I'm a victim. Yep. yep. I- I'm so sick of that. Jesus, you coward, you candy ass. And in her vacation? R- r- Vacation from what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> vacation from what? And how can it? So, so you're coughing a little bit on your vacation. Who cares? She's got very mild symptoms. Oh, so course. how does it interrupt her vacation? At all. I just no... we've got to stop with this. Oh, poor, poor you. I was sicker than a dog for five days. How about that action there, sister? Yeah, missed work. Yeah, I missed work. Mm-hmm. Well, true. you know, so she has she has a cold, and she. Well, what is, are we going to hear the same thing? Oh, influenza interrupts her vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she had she has allergies. It interrupted her vacation. Oh, 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 she, oh her fl- no. oh, oh, her clothes weren't clean. Oh, interrupted her vacation. They're always a victim. You're right. So it's, they're always a victim. Her their life is so bad. They their whole life victimizes them. It was a family vacation. Yes, uh, it was. Yeah, it was North Carolina, some island called Kiowa. Kia, it's Kiowa. Kiowa. Mm, Kiowa Island. Yeah. Mm. I don't see. And, the, uh, I don't see the problem. Well, you know, Ralph, it's not that easy to find a seat on Air Force One. Oh, oh that's right. There you go. That's the problem. Uh, by the way, and also when you didn't pay one dime for your <clears throat> vacation, I wouldn't complain about it too much. Yeah. We are just a bunch of candy asses now, aren't we? Yep. And I'm talking about the world, not just America. Everybody's a candy ass. Yeah. Oh, I'm hurt. Yeah, I know. Shut up. Ow. That's why China is uh, conquering the world right now. You got that right. That's 100% right. Chinese people have no problem feeding themselves into an industrial machine if it means good of the uh, CCP. That's about it. All right. Anne Heche may not have had a choice on drug abuse. How would you not have a choice, Ralph? You, I, I, you have a choice. You always have a choice on using or not using uh, chemicals. I mean, as a doctor, you, you know, if you, if you, you would know. You always have a choice, and you just have to get the detox you need, and then you go to the meetings, or, or and they're really going to meetings, whether it's AA or one of the other systems. You go to those meetings. That's a sign of your commitment not to use. That's what yeah, the, that's what go. that that's what is primarily, and you have to make that decision to not do it. And she chose to use them and. That was a, that was it, man. I, we we happened to tune in uh, for the live coverage of this burning house, you know, and it, yeah, was just, know. it was just it was just part of watching chases. Now, Christian Bertel, maybe she watched it too. We saw the the, the, the you, you see the helicopter over the burning house, and the, the firemen are on the on the roof. They've broken in the roof. They're spraying water down inside, and it pretty much puts the fire out. Then they pull that they pull that car out with this giant tow truck. Yeah, this giant. They pull this car out, and this car is burnt. You know, and I, when I saw that, and so they finally pulled the person out the other side. They said they were refer, kept referring to him as a he, a guy, for, assuming there was a man that had, that had done this. And man, when she sat up on that cart, holy guys, that no ain't no guy. It's a slender woman, and that man, there that you was go. So sad. Ooh. Well, here's the headline. N.H. may not have had a choice on drug abuse. Writing for NBC, Elizabeth Gray slams lack of compassion for those suffering from addiction. Who is showing a lack of compassion? I, I haven't seen that. I've read about this, this story about ten times now, and it seems to me that everybody that I read had compassion. 
yeah. for a loss of a human being. Of course, a loss like that and a tragic loss. Where, where yeah. She, and and the, I guess the compassion I have is for the people who I just I just lost a nephew. Just went to the service this past weekend for his memorial service for a drug overdose. There you go. Fentanyl. There you go. I have compassion for that. You know, I, my compassion is you got you, to stop. I you know, know. My compassion is to stop, and to the people that can't stop it, you, you feel terrible. I, I mean, agree. It's it's awful. Just drinking out any kind of chemical that interferes with your life. If you can't get rid of it, man, you are. Cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes are big. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, all those sort of things are, are just, can be destructive kind of things, and you have to respect that. And. I, people have compassion over this. They're not compassionate over her dying. I don't know anybody going, who cares if she's dead. Nobody said that. Nope. I don't get it. On Sunday, Anne Hayes' death was confirmed by uh, after the actor was taken off life support just days after the 53-year-old's fiery crash in Los Angeles. I wonder whether it's enough to satisfy those who've been calling for her head. Who? Well, this is the new thing. It's someone, a celebrity, does something bad, and immediately news sites put out opinion pieces on the defensive, saying that if you criticize them in any way, then you're a horrible person. I, I just... It's, just, it's the oh uh, entertainment industry protecting the entertainment industry. Yeah, it That's is. all you're it right. is. They, you're absolutely right. I wonder whether it's enough to satisfy those who've been calling for her head. Elizabeth Gray writes in an opinion piece for NBC News. They have it now. Gray is referencing the vitriol that Haish and some of her supporters received after details emerged. Now, you have to understand something. I don't go on social media. I don't even bother with it. Why? Because everybody's an asshole on social That's media. Right. It's poison. It's true. Those are not real people, most often. they're most. Yeah. Now, now, Andy, let me ask you a question. I was going to ask you this a couple of days ago. Are bots used to do this kind of thing? What kind of thing? Uh, criticize the death of someone. Uh, they can be. They could be, I know. But are, do you think they are? I think it depends. I think, yeah, in a lot of cases. Oh, but, I mean, in a lot of cases, you don't need to, though. Right. Why would they critical Anne Hayesh? What because does she they're do? A, because they're jerks. That's what they are. Everybody's horrible, and everybody's horrendous, and everybody sucks, and blah, blah, blah. They cannot wait to harm other people. And that's I just don't understand why they want to be like that. Yeah. She signed the donor card. I mean, I that's know. pretty altruistic. Yep, and they did harvest her organs, so uh, they're going to help somebody out. She's, is she, and the potential, she could have saved four people, maybe five. Look, I mean, I'm sorry, but at the beginning, you do have a choice. Once you're addicted, the choice is out the window. But you, at one point, had a choice. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. Once you get addicted to it, then the choice goes away. But you start by having a well, like I said, I turned 21. You know what I did when I turned 21? Stop drinking. Because I just decided in my 20s I didn't want to drink. I was trying to, you know, get out there and get a, get a career going, get a real job going. Worked at KSTP Radio. I worked for Capitol Records for years. And I that, never drank the whole time I was at Capitol Records either. And that, and the reason for that is that you realize that that would, could interfere with your your performance in your job. That's 100% mm-hmm. right. Now, alcohol is uh, as addictive as drugs to, for some people. Not everybody, but for some people, yep. right? Absolutely. Ab- so, absolutely. People die from this stuff all the time. At the beginning, you have a choice. Once you're addicted, then it's a whole different story. But you, at one point, had a choice to make. That's right. And even now, I've when, made mistakes. Even once you're addicted, me. you still have that choice to quit. Yeah, if you can. Now, sometimes it's hard to do. Yeah, it is. But... You have that choice to quit. So. Yep. Well, it says here, 
uh, American Medical Association's Journal of Ethics, in which the authors uh, implore medical professionals to recognize addiction not as a moral failing but as a treatable disease. Well, they have a long time ago, have they not, That's doctor? Right. I don't it think is. the medical profession has ever passed a moral judgment on addiction. I don't think they have either. What are they talking about? No idea. No idea. It's just that well, if you... It's more and, fake victimhood is what it is. Yep. And, and, we, and there are... And, and, there are effective medical treatments for uh, many addictions, particularly mm-hmm. narcotic addiction. And get on you, that methadone. You, you, get, you get on the, the, the methadone and you take it the rest of your life, and it's just you, you're still addicted to the narcotic, but you're right. not. You're functional. Not, you're not chasing after illegal and illicit drugs, mm-hmm. and that's where the problem is. Yeah, well, there you have it. <clears throat> that is the whole deal. Just let me know when Tim's ready to go, if you would, Andy. All right? you know, uh, he just joined. There you go. See? I'm addicted to Tim Lammers. What about that action? So I'm going to have to face it. You're addicted to Tim. Addicted right. to Tim tonight. <laughs> What's happening, man? Uh, you're just talking about this, how the news, once again, is spinning everything. Uh, again, uh, did you did you ever have COVID, Timmy? You know, uh, I guess unofficially, yes. It was right at the very beginning. Oh, okay. Uh, my youngest son, uh, he was sick. We went to get him at his school. Then about 10 days later, my wife and I both came down with COVID-like symptoms. And it kicked my butt for about five days. Yeah, me too. But, but this was too early to even be tested. I mean, it, it, you know, so in other words, yes. I mean, because after that, uh, my other kids came down with it. My wife and I were around and my youngest son were around and we were fine. It's like we were immune. So, yeah, yeah, it had to have been. But what's going on with the COVID? Well, we went around the room. Andy had COVID. Nobody uh, talked about it. Oh, Ralph. Ralph had COVID. Mm -hmm. Okay, no big deal. Wait a second, Tim. Get your Kleenex ready. Exactly. Tom Tom had COVID. Uh, that, that's why Tim Lammers had COVID. But uh, here's the headline. COVID interrupts Jill Biden's vacation. They had to victimize her. We've all had COVID. We weren't victims, though. But she, her, and by the way, she's got very mild symptoms. In other words, she can't even tell she's got it. Hey, I had the common cold ruin our vacation to the Grand Canyon See, there a few years ago. So, where's my headline? How, how could you have, where's how could you have stood that? You were, were you damaged? Scarred for oh, life? Never recovered. <laughs> never recovered. Scarred for life. Mm-hmm. Now, my favorite. You know, the scars are as deep around. as the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I was just walking around the other day on a Target or something, you know, and it's just like, God, this is really business as usual. Yeah, I it's mean, pretty I, I much no one cares anymore. It's yep. like COVID never existed, in fact. I mean, nobody's certainly worried about a resurgence, which I would imagine will happen once we get into the fall. Um, but, yeah, it, it really does seem like a memory. But, wow, it's amazing how you can use that headline to... I don't know, frame it in a way where maybe they're trying to garner sympathy. I don't know. Well, it's pretty interesting. Why does everybody have to be a victim in politics? All politicians are always victims of whatever is happening to them. Yeah, well, that's that's the way of the world now, man. It's, it's all about victim. I'm the victim, and that's that's the, you know, all the Internet dweebs, all the Twitter dweebs. You know, it's all poor me. Yeah. And And, and, and if it's not complaining about themselves they got to try to tear somebody else down oh of course you know? you're a horrible human being <laughs> that's right don't get but, around it. 
I, I, I have to tell you, I, I'm going to shift this conversation a little bit away like from it. that. No, I uh, like just it. Just because I heard you talking on the queue yesterday, Tom, uh, when when you were reading about Anne Heche's death yes. and how she was removed from life support, and then you said, I thought she died. I thought she died already. I think uh, it, it, the, this whole situation has shown how just entirely i shouldn't say entirely but mostly irresponsible uh the news folks were on this you know they just couldn't soon enough have an obituary story about how she died on friday i know yeah that's what i thought okay and then i came to the defense now i think all of the trade uh publications have weakened in recent years and they've all become more tabloidish but uh, I will say Variety, um, Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, and The Wrap. Those are the four trade sites. I still actually get printed copies, believe it or not. But um, the trade publications that actually held firm and didn't, you know, they, they, they stayed away from the impulse of getting the clicks or whatever. And then they finally reported that she was taken off a of life support on Monday oh, okay. and, and died. Okay, so it's kind of like I, I did the rare thing. I, I try to be positive at, at all times online, but I went on my Facebook page and just bitched about how I'm sick of um, news outlets, so-called news outlets, reporting somebody's death three days before it happens, not in full well knowing that she has two children. Okay, forget about everybody else. She had two children that had to endure that crap. Now, I'm sure they weren't clicking online and and weren't upset about, you know, they knew it was coming, right? They knew the death was coming. But still, people just racing to be first. It's just sickening me. I'm sounding like Shatner. It sickens me. It sickens me. It really does. I'm so tired of this we got to be first sort of BS. God, it bothers me. I understand that completely. I really do. I, I just mm-hmm. the whole deal. And and like I say, it leads to confusion. You you were sitting there yesterday. It's like wait wait a second. It was reported everywhere that she died. What's, exactly. What's going on here? So it's all about the, the, tune in so we can make more money. Yep. First person to put out the story gets the most clicks. Yep. That's very very true. Now one more thing about Anne Haitian, and then I will leave it be. <laughs> I'll let it go. And first of all, you know, and, and this is really not adding a lot, but I did interview her one time and just a sweet person. You know, I knew she was troubled. And these were after all of her troubles, you know, with the Ellen breakup and you yeah, know, her, yeah. her revelation of her you know, mental illness and abuse of, you know, with the family and all that stuff with, uh, you know, it, it was she had a, led a very tragic life. So but I, again, I'm not the sort of person to delve into that crap anyway. I don't want to. Give, I, I never have been a tabloid reporter. So, um, one thing that I noticed, though, it, it, some news outlets reported it, some didn't. But when she came out in public uh, with Ellen as her girlfriend, Hollywood completely turned their backs on her. Why? You got to remember, this is twenty-five. This is only twenty-five years ago. Right. Because she was gay, that's why. Oh, so that's Hollywood's why. an expert on it now, though. Exactly, Jesus, and that's the sort of thing outfit. that just irks me to no end. It's like everything is oh, we're 
pro this, pro that and everything, but where the hell were they 25 years ago when they, they, they blacklisted her? Yeah, she, they, right. they tried to fire her from six days and seven nights, the Harrison Ford thing, until Harrison stepped up and said to her, he said, you know, they wanted to fire her. And he said, uh, no, we're not firing her. And then he called her up and he said, you know, look, I don't care who you, and this is what he said, although the, there are lighter versions out there, but Harrison said, I don't care who you are effing. He says, we Ooh. have a, the, the best romantic comedy ever that we're going to make starting next week, so I'll see you on the set. So good on Harrison Ford, man, for sticking up for her, but very few people did yeah. back when that happened. And it is just amazing how in 25 years they're leading the charge with being pro-LGBTQ and everything else. But 25 years ago, man, she had a $10 million movie deal that they killed because she was gay. And that's that's the facts, Jack. That really happened. You can read about it everywhere. So I, I'm thinking, boy, they treated her like crap. And, you know, everybody now is coming out. Oh, you know, yeah, she was such a wonderful person. Really? Do you think she was a wonderful person when you were treating her like crap 25 years ago? There you go. So anyway, I, I had to blow off that steam because oh, it really bothers me. You know, she she. Uh, really really just had a tragic life and and who knows you know obviously people are going to say well it was the drugs or whatever in her system and caused the accident hey let's not it let's just be glad that nobody else was hurt okay but what do you expect for somebody that went through as much as she did uh i'm not surprised she was on all these sorts of drugs when she got into the accident right right she's trying to ease the pain for christ's sake so, i guess yeah that, that's that was the claim anyway it's a giant, it's a tragic story, and, and it really, really does break my heart. It really does, because, man, talk about a system that completely turned their backs on her, man. Huh. And, 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 where was that, and where was that same system to step in and do a good intervention on her and try to save her? Where well, that there's system? another, that's a great point, Ralph. Yeah, where's exactly. That, where's that she system? Was, where is it? There isn't any. And And again, though, I mean... Hollywood at least seems to be leading the charge with, you know, tackling the perils of mental illness and, and, and abuse and all that sort of stuff. And exactly where were they? Was she not important enough? Was she not going to get in somebody enough headlines by saying, hey, I've stepped forward and I'm helping her? You know, where was it? I don't know. You're right. Now, I do have to ask you a question. <clears throat> and I'm asking this. I'm not saying this is true, but I, I had read over the years something and i can't remember where i read it so that's why i'm asking you guys there's a big story this morning about uh sasheen littlefeather declined marlon brando's oscar at his request got booed for doing it the academy finally writes a 50 year old racist wrong i had read many times and again i'm not saying this is true i just read it many times that she wasn't even native american do you know if that's I true or not well, yeah, I've heard different stories too right. that yeah. that she was a she was an actress that was hired to do it. That's correct. That's what I that's what I've kind of always been led to believe. Me too because that's what I've read before and I'm saying that's not my opinion, it's what I read. So is she actually Native American? Apparently so. I guess Apparently she so. is, but Here's some comments you got from the story because they apologize after 50 years. And again, if she's Native American, good. I'm glad you apologized. Apparently just... she is half Native. Oh. 
Although the name Sashin Littlefeather appears to be made up. It's a made up name. Her real name is Marie Cruz. Oh, so she's Spanish and Native American? No, I don't. Well, her father's name was Manuel Cruz. So he's Spanish. I guess. Yeah, it's a very They call him native, but he has a very Spanish name. Yeah. He was born in California, so I don't know. This is what I'm saying, though. I, I just. But this is how bad it gets. The comments on that story about her finally getting an apology, and so she she is half Native American, but they if acted. her father is actually Native, it's impossible to say. Oh, so her mother was not Native American? Uh, no. See, this is what I'm saying. Manuel Cruz does not sound like a very, I, and again, I I guess I shouldn't judge that, but it sounds like a very Spanish name to me. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sure does. But okay. he died uh, like 60 years ago, so we'll probably oh, never go. know. Okay, it says, Shashin Littlefeather took it upon herself to do a friend a favor. No, she was hired to do it. She was paid to do it. Uh, And because of it, those racist bastards demeaned, ridiculed, and disgraced her heritage, culture, and skin color. The apology is wonderful. The only thing is, came 50 years too late. The four comments in a row after that. Remember, Hollywood is run by liberals. They continue their racist acts by using race. I do agree with that, absolutely. Not to mention skin color. She's as white as I am. I know. It's a ridiculous argument. Listen to Malcolm X's comments about about liberals and conservatives. I know. Well, this kind of goes back to the whole um, uh, Anne Hayes thing, where all of a sudden, 50 years later, everybody knows better. And they're trying to trying to make themselves look better by doing this whereas when it was happened 50 years ago where the hell were they yeah. where were the brave souls standing up and it's very easy to say oh yeah 50 years ago i totally would have been leading the charge for everyone's rights but, of course yeah but i mean no one did so i don't think you would have either and that's well and that's when Malcolm... maybe the exception of brando i mean brando yeah. is the one to center and that's true you have to admit it's a pretty ballsy thing to turn down an Oscar. Yeah, but he can't be pretending to be Italian. He's not Italian. <laughs> he can't pretend to be Italian in The Godfather. What are you doing? What was uh, he? Who, Marlon Brando? He is German, Dutch, English, and Irish. Oh, he's probably from Minnesota. Yeah, I know he's really. from Nebraska originally. Well, but. you know, entertaining stories. I will find the link and send them to, and you probably read about it, when he was at Shattuck. Yes. Uh, St. Oh, yes. Mary's and the hell that he raised there is in where is that? Where, uh, Winona? Where? Where? It's down Faribault. south. It's down, Faribault. down south. Faribault, Faribault, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, maybe a little south of Faribault, but yeah, apparently he started the uh, school on fire. Oh man, he did a lot. Of he stole some bell <laughs> from the school and right. buried it, and it's never been found. It's never been found. <laughs> <laughs> That's Marlin for you. But yeah, I mean, it's just. Hollywood is just full of hypocrisies, man. Okay, two more comments because these comments are... First one is from a conservative. Lady was a goddamn smoke show. (laughs) Followed by KK conservatives. Get it? KKK. All all conservatives are a member of the uh, KKK. Uh, His comment, and I quote, John Wayne was a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I, I've read is, some comments. Usually, because these comments, it's entertaining, right? That's why we read them. But uh, boy, they're sure going after Eastwood and John Wayne on this. And and the stories keep getting bigger and bigger. I think a, a comment last night said six people had to hold back John Wayne from getting on stage, and Eastwood was laughing and mocking her and all that stuff. It's like, come on, really? Did that really happen that way? Because it seems to me I've read it differently. 
Listen to this. Odd that American Nazis are Republicans and Trump Q supporters. These people are sick in the head. Mad as hell, you don't know what a Nazi is. Barefoot 2626, I don't have to be reminded every day when I look in a mirror. What? What the hell is wrong with people? I'm saying, Jeez. telling you, they're all mentally they're, ill. Andy, is the whole world nuts? I think those kind of people are. God, I just... Social media is. Uh, social media gives a voice to people who are angry, bitter, maybe a little unstable. I mean, this whole group of people. Ugh. No, Not I everybody hate... on social media is that way. But I'll tell you what. There's a, it gives people that voice. Anonymous voice. Yeah, that's a, that's well, a mistake. And, you know, the, and what the problem is, Ralph, and we've talked about this before, is that people, just because somebody says it, it's news or it's true, and it'll give the writer of a news article the freedom to go and pick and choose whatever tweet they want and just plop it in their news story and say, Twitter is outraged at blah, blah, blah. Just because one fool, now granted there are more than, there's always more than one fool in these instances. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, you don't, you don't pick out the sensible uh, tweet where there's an actual merit behind it or the, there's an actual person, an actual authority behind something. They just take some random fool and, and plop that in, and then all of a sudden it's international news. Yeah, it's truth by fiat. Yeah. If it's been said, it's true. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. We better not ad lib. All right, we won't ad lib. Never mind. People will. Well, you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, you know, right. we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. I don't know. I, see, I, I was very, very lucky. Uh, the, the one that I always remember, we got in a little trouble. I've mentioned this before at St. Joseph's back in the day um, because four of us went out, uh, four of the classmates went out roaming around the railroad yards over in North Minneapolis. They used to be a lot bigger than they are now. Because there was a lot more train travel going through, shipping and all that. But uh, we stole a box of flares and brought them to school. Okay? All of a sudden, the four of us, we get hauled out of our seats and taken to the auditorium because there's a school meeting. We accidentally stole a case of dynamite. <laughs> and apparently it was old dynamite, which means it was, she was a little unstable. 
So it's a good thing we didn't kill ourselves. Nitroglycerin oh. isn't the most stable substance in the no, world. No, it is not. But that one? Irish guy, Chucky. A black guy named Ben. A Native American named Ronald. And me. So we had everybody covered so they couldn't call race on that one. Sorry. We were completely covered. I will never forget that, though. And Officer Savanich was his name. Officer Savanich was up on stage. And he started crying. Because he said, you boys came so close to killing yourselves. He was literally crying up on stage. I'll never forget that. Well, who the hell sweet. leaves an old crate of dynamite just lying yeah. out there? Well, I don't think yeah. it was. I don't, I don't, I would, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to cast dispersions, <laughs> but I don't know that it was. Say, say if you were to walk into, the, walk into the rail yard, it wasn't laying right next to the rail. It might have been. It might have been concealed behind a door. Well, you'd think they'd be, like, you know, locked up so people can't, you know. Well, well you know. Well. <laughs> Uh, there's there's a possibility it was locked up is all I'm saying. I think the the statute of limitations is up because that was about 60 years ago. So you know uh, I don't know if the statute of limitations ever runs for the railroad. Yeah, that's here. true. Yeah. Who the hell knows? But yeah, it, if uh, the company even exists anymore, we thought it was flares and it turned out to be dynamite. Mm-hmm. Not right. good. Flares don't oh. usually have uh, fuses, or at least external. Well, fuses. no, this is, they were still in the box. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't actually see the dynamite? No, it was oh, in a box. Okay. They better see the cylinders look like the flares. You know, you, you know. If you can see the word dynamite printed on the well, side of the box. Well, that's the thing. It was printed on the box, but none of us noticed mm. apparently. <laughs> so, well, we were only ten. We were ten years I guess. old. Right. We weren't paying attention at ten years old. Uh, oh, Tire Carver wants to know if Tim has heard anything about the Baldwin shooting report from the FBI. Oh, good question. I like that. Tim's not talking. He's decided. He has left. Why? I don't know. Do you have to get out by by 11? It says 11.15. Maybe he just dropped. I'll monitor it just in case yeah, he comes back. Yeah, just in case back. he pops back on again. So I haven't heard anything. Oh, yeah, there he is. He's, he's back. Popping. Good. Excellent. Okay. So, Tim, uh, we asked, uh, Tire Carver wants to know if you've heard anything about the Baldwin shooting report by oh. the FBI. Uh, Timmy can't I hear think us. Tim's having some uh, technical difficulties. A little technical difficulties, man. <laughs> he, we can. Uh, I wonder see if you that racist John Wayne cut his line. That could be. That's what I'm thinking. Did you ever hear that recording of John Wayne when he's drunk at a party? Yeah, the average goddamn jackass. <laughs> got, Sounds so, about right. He's so hammered he can barely speak, but he's going on and on about it's re goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny, actually. In any case, yeah, if we get Timmy back, that'd be great. Well, he's here. I think his mic is maybe not working so well. Tim. Uh, some call him Tim. Ah. Uh, well, well, he sent me working. a link to uh, something about Marlon Brando. Well, the uh, you know, John Wayne was in the movie uh, Cast a Long, uh, a Long Shadow. Cast a Long Shadow, yeah. With uh, Kirk Douglas. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he seemed very uh, s- sympathetic to the Jewish cause there. I mean, his character did. I, mean, I, I don't know. Well, you know. Most people don't know that Kirk Douglas was a Jew. They, a lot of, most people do not know that's true. Well, that some, he, most yeah, actors Jewish. were Jewish. They changed their names so that they wouldn't face anti-Semitism. It could work. Like I mean, what? Jaime Beckman? <laughs> I mean. Tony re- Lee? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, that's the way it was. I mean, the reality is, 
that's the way stuff was. The reason they control yeah. the metal business and entertainment is because that's the only work they could get because it could get at the time they emigrated to America because everybody hated them. They would only give them the lowest menial jobs. They had to deal junk right. to make a living and, and get food. Oh, gee. Uh, yeah. That's why every Italian makes pizza. <laughs> See? It's the only job they could get, making pizza. Nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that, and spaghetti. Man. God bless them. God bless their hard work is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'll take that slice. Well, I guess Tim's equipment must be broken. Cause well, that's too bad. Hopefully he can get it fixed by next week. Well, he only had about another seven minutes anyway. Yeah. So. Right, Tim, we'll, we'll keep you on if you manage to fix it. But So this Alec Baldwin uh, report. Yeah, I'll uh, check this you out. Know, they, see. I don't know. The, you know, I, I just saw the headline. It said the FBI was uh, counter to his uh, statement. Uh, it sounds like that they may have said may, maybe it didn't wasn't exactly how he described it or well he says the gun fired by itself yeah, without the, pulling the trigger yeah the trigger that's pulled not itself possible not possible FBI right. yeah FBI says that that isn't possible he pulled the trigger yep yeah he said that yeah that the gun just he just just fired he said yep. the trigger he pulled itself it, he yeah he said that the bullet just you know came out of the gun somehow. Indeed. That is not how bullets work. Okay, i got to read you two headlines in the same uh, newser website, okay? Oil prices drop amid worries about global economy. Hmm. The story right next to it. Saudi oil profits jump 90%. <laughs> well, which one is it? <laughs> which way is it? It can't be both. Both which simultaneously. Way, which way are we going on this? So... Are they saying that oil prices dropped because everybody but the Saudis dropped their price and they dropped it so low that it even took care of the 90% uh, jump in profit for the Saudis? It makes no sense. Who knows? Maybe the Saudis are pumping more than they should. They're well, sell- that's a possibility. They're, they're selling out the back door. <laughs> a little that bit of oil out the back door. You are correct. Well, I, I could read a little bit about Alec Ball with the, the latest report. I just found the latest report on this deal. Uh, actor says he never pulled it uh, the, to the trigger in cinematographer's death, but tests suggest that's impossible. The investigation into exactly what transpired before Alec Baldwin accidentally killed a cinematographer on set is ongoing, but a new FBI report casts doubt on one element of Baldwin's account. The actor told ABC News definitively last year that he never pulled the trigger. What he was told was a cold gun without live ammo. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull the trigger at them. Never. The trigger wasn't pulled. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. So, I, you know, i got to be honest with you. I've, only, I've talked to him a couple of times on the show, but that was many, many years ago. He's a raging prick. Yeah. Brother Danny's a great guy. Uh, matter of fact, his other three brothers are, are Billy, Stephen, and Danny, and they're all three really nice. Alec is a jerk. I'm sorry, but he's a talented guy. I think he's a hell of an yeah. actor. But he's a pain in the ass. A little too I mean, pious. And by the way... Tell his wife to stop using that fake accent. Have you seen that? <laughs> There's video of her. Going, she's coming coming into a restaurant. Oh, Hilaria. Yeah, Hilaria. Apparently, when she's going in, she's going like, yeah, so anyway, you know what I really like here is they have, what well, I don't know what it was, but I really like the steak and potatoes. It's really, really good, and if you're going to get something, that's what you should get. She gets in the restaurant. All of a sudden, she's got an accent. It's like, what the hell is that now? She's got a Scandinavian accent. I don't know what the hell accent. Was did you find anything about that, Andy? Uh, yeah. Apparently, she was. In, people were accusing her of impersonating a Spanish accent. Oh, a Spanish accent. That's right. It was Spanish. You're absolutely right. 
She uses a fake Spanish accent once in a while, and her name is Hilaria. What's her real name? Because that's not her real name. Uh, Hillary. Oh, so it's just Hillary. Yep. But she changes it to Hilaria. Hillary and, Hayward Thomas. Proud then, Spanish name. Yeah, Thomas, very, very famous for your Spanish. She was born in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's damning. Oh. Poor souls I there. I just love it. I, she's got a Spanish accent because she was born in Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> she was born in Boston. Oh, God. You know, the very Spanish Boston. Do these actors know they don't have to be frauds 24 hours a day just when they're on camera? Yeah, her descent, it, we actually know her descent. English, French, Canadian, German, Irish, and Slovak. So no, so no Spanish. No Spanish at all. No. She, her excuse was that she was raised in a Spanish-speaking household and traveled to Spain annually. But why would she have an accent? Yeah. That she wouldn't. She would not. Even if she did all those things, she wouldn't have an accent. That makes no sense. No. You know, like, let me put it this way. It's not an argument because I grew up in North Minneapolis. There were urban accents in North Minneapolis, but I don't have an urban accent. Why? Because I didn't try to come off as somebody I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And I grew up in western Pennsylvania, and I don't have a western Pennsylvania accents because I walked away from it. It was not, not important. I don't keep it. I don't, there's no reason to keep it. It's a bit like Madonna. She got her British accent because she took mm -hmm. a British Airways flight yep. across the Atlantic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It's so fake. I had a classmate at North High School, Dennis, the black man in America that he was. And he was 16 years old at the time. He was a young guy, black kid. And there was a guy, the white guy, trying to come across with the urban delivery, you know, doing that in front of him. Even then when you're a kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. But the greatest thing is Dennis looks at me. He looks back at the guy and goes, get up with the get down. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest of all time. <laughs> he just launches into this fake urban accent. <laughs> oh, get up with the get, get down. That was uh, George Floyd, I think. Not George Floyd. George Jesus, Floyd. Not, George, no. not George Floyd. It was uh, George Judson. George, what the hell was his last name? The lead singer of Parliament. Par George Clinton. Lion. George Clinton. Oh, Clinton. Uh, uh, Tim's back. Whoa. Timmy's back. For his, yeah. For his final I'm one back, minute. Baby. Yeah, I just did a total reboot. I don't know what the hell was happening. George Clinton in the Parliamentelic Funk. Par the uh, funk? Parliament Funkadelic. Parmesan, yeah, there you go. Something like that. Parmesan <laughs> funk. Did I ever tell you my story about meeting George Clinton in person? No. Oh, I always dreamed of meeting because I loved Parliament Funkadelic. Still do to this day. I love their music, right? So I'm back. I'm working at Capitol Records, but he wasn't on Capitol. He was on some other label. But I'm backstage, and the, and the label director comes up to me and goes, Tom, I know you're a huge fan of Parliament Funkadelic. Do you want to meet George Clinton? I said, God, I'd love to meet him. So I'm standing there. I said, I'll go get him. So he goes, and all of a sudden the guy's coming back, and I see George Clinton behind him. Now, George used to wear – he was the first guy I ever saw that wore braids in his hair. Oh, yeah? He, yeah, he wore braids long before everybody else did. And he had these African robes on, oh, yeah. and he was carrying a staff in his right <laughs> yeah, hand. Oh, yeah, that was, that was remember, the act. That was George, perfect, right? Yeah. So he comes walking up, and he looks at me, and he just kind of nods his head. And he's got his, that, that staff in his right hand. And I said, George, I've got to tell you, Mr. Clinton, uh, I'm a huge fan of yours, always have been. I just love your music. And I just said, what a pleasure it is to meet you. He stamps the rod on the floor and goes, huh, turns around and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funkadelic. Huh. <laughs>
you know, honestly, that's better than any sort of conversation you would have. That, there's oh, no, yeah. I'll never forget right it. There. As long as I live, I'll never forget oh, it. God bless him. That's, a, that's just great. God, what a talent. What a talent that man was. Is he still around? I don't even know. I think he is, isn't he? He's got to be about 90 if he is still around, I would imagine. George Clinton. George Clinton is alive. Oh, good. And he's only 81. He's only 81? Yeah. God, I thought he would be older than that. Boy, he must have started very young then. Christ, his Uh, career must have started when he was a teenager. What a long... It was the greatest. It was right off the stage. I know, he, he was, was still in character. Yeah. He was still in character. That's exactly Great right. Guy. Great guy. Exactly he right. He was active, yeah, from the age of 14. 14. He had to, because that's why I thought Man. he was 90. I thought he was nine years older than he is, because he started at 14, not 23. Oh, yeah, no, there you go. The doo-wop group, the parliaments. The parliaments, yeah. Parliament yeah, When he was 14 years old. He, uh, what a talent. You know, My God. And, and is, even though he started at a very young age as a child performer, you know, he's able to keep his head together. He's he still was. with us, and he probably could still work, not like some other child performers who lost their head. One of my favorite songs that he ever did, Parliament Funkadelic. The song was called Tear the Roof Off the Sucker. <laughs> 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 what a great sense of humor. I saw them in person. And you know what he did? This is a, what a genius this man was. He would tour with five groups. There'd be a single opener, then there'd be a duet, and then there'd be a group, and then there'd be another single, and then there'd be Parliament, and then it'd be Funkadelic. It was like five, six groups. They were all the same people. <laughs> they just used a different name when they came out on stage. They were the same people in, the, in the, each band. It was just fantastic. Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins was in that band. and, and What a great, but what a great show oh I mean, you'd it be, was you'd, phenomenal I mean, you were there for five different kind of acts and it was just a, and the yep. show must have been th- two three hours long what were the name of the three women I don't you ready <laughs> you got to do some research on this because it's one of my favorite groups of all here's time. a here's, here's the fan the three women the brides of funkenstein <laughs> <laughs> oh george we love you man absolutely love that group the Brides oh, of Funkenstein. I wonder if he would. <laughs> I wonder if he would interview. Oh, what a great! I wonder if we could get him on. God, that would be amazing. What if he just calls in and goes <laughs> and hangs up? He's got a. He's got to hit his staff on the floor. You got to yeah, hit, hit the staff on the floor. Oh, that, <laughs> that would be. I guess he could tap the phone with it. Yeah, that's he really could hear That would be that would, for you, for you, Tom. That would be so interesting oh, to hear what God, he has to say. I'd love his to life and hear about it, his success and his life and what he's chosen. And oh, I wonder if he'd still do. He's got to be. God, he's got to be worth how much money? He's got to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. It depends on how much of it he's pissed away. Well, but he was very frugal uh, with hiring people. Was he? Oh God, yes. There was the same five, ten people. That there was the same people in every group. Uh, Fantastic. You know, it, two it to might four, be it's two to not four so million. much George Clinton, though. That's it might it. be his management, you know. Yeah, well, it, could it, be. The management is what screws these people. That over. is very true. Yeah, that's very true. Especially back the then. And yeah. at the time, yeah. Yep. So he's only worth two to four million? I mean, I'd I mean, it's take a lot it. of management. Money, yeah, yeah <laughs> management. Oh, I'm sure it all went to the record label, yeah. Probably did. God, After he... the record label, 25% to his agent, another 24% to his manager. There you go. Indeed. All right, Timmy. Well, next time, hopefully, you won't have to take a five-minute break when the, when the breakdown. I know. So I next know. Time. I, I, I just want to let you know, Andy, I emailed you 
uh, the the Marlon Brando uh, deal, the Forgotten Minnesota. Yes, it's an awesome that. story about Brando in Minnesota. And also, Tommy, you you started getting into it a little bit, but this whole casting thing in Hollywood, boy, did yes. Bill Maher go off on all of that deal um, on his show last week. So I sent the link to that segment. What it do you mean, highly casting? entertaining? What did he go on about? Um, he, it was about, it's and look, I, I, I know you probably talked to him too. Leguizamo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, was pissed off at, at James Franco for being cast as Fidel, uh, Castro. God, whatever. Yeah. Well, actually he wasn't pissed at Franco. He was pissed off that, you know, a, a Spanish actor or you know, Latin descent didn't get, not, um, cast. And then, so Bill Maher is talking about the casting police in this. And he starts off by going after, Leguizamo saying, well, it's interesting. This is coming from the guy who played uh, Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Exactly. Isn't he Italian? <laughs> is he Italian now? What are you doing, Luigi John? in Super Mario Brothers? I think that was John Leguizamo. It was, yeah. yeah. So and Leguizamo's that's... a great guy. I mean, I, I yeah, talked to him a couple a very years nice ago, and, and he really is a great advocate for having more Spanish representation in, uh, in, in films and television, and I'm all for that, man. I mean... He was talking about how, you know, the, the, as far as, you know, there's a big audience uh, of Hispanic viewers. There should be more representation. But uh, apparently he touched some nerves with this uh, going after the Castro oh, casting. God, whatever. And, and uh, Bill Maher, is, it's just he's on fire with this segment, talking about all the Love it. past people who have been different you know, races, colors, creeds, playing. Of they're course, actors. they're actors. Okay, the worst casting in history. You want the worst casting in history? You ready? Yeah. Remember the movie Black Like Me? Yep. James Whitmore played a black guy. <laughs> well, a guy who was supposed to be black. He painted his skin. He painted his skin and so he'd be black, and that was the whole point of the book that was written. Apparently the guy who wrote the book actually did tint his skin, uh, so he would look ba- black, but you know, I know that James Whitmore has curly hair. Is that the reason you chose him? Because yeah, I'm a Negro. I don't know if you know that or not. So I came to your neighborhood. It's like it was terrible. Funny enough, he uh, Mar brings up that book. Oh, really? This segment, yeah, you there should watch you it. It's really, really good, man. He really takes people to task. He's, you know what? He's he's very liberal, but. He's, he's, you know, all he's for honest. sensibility. And yeah. he's no. honest. I yeah, do like yeah. his honesty. But he, he, you know, what, might, what, what we might be seeing is he's coming to the center. He might be moving to the center a little uh, bit, realizing just how, how, how crazy some of that stuff uh, can be, you know, when you're paranoid left. So. Oh, and people, believe me, the paranoid left is going after him like there is no tomorrow. <clears throat> I mean, they're trying to cancel him every week. Bill Maher? So, Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. What a shock. I see. So, anyway, well, that, anyway, I sent those links to, to Andy, so check them out. And, uh, Tommy, we'll talk with you Thursday morning. All right, Timmy, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, one right. quick one before you go. Yep. Bill Maher called into the KQ Morning Show about 10 years ago to promote something, and I, we were talking about uh, The Simpsons. And I said, Mr. Maher, uh, good morning. Nice talking to you, sir. I have a quick question. We were just talking about this. Do you uh, watch The Simpsons? And he goes, I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> oh, God. That's very whatever. cool. 
Well, you know, he still has that smugness about him. Oh, he's There's got no a question smugness. about that. Yes, he does. But, uh, boy, I tell you what, though, the way he's lighting people up these days. Good. I'm glad to hear He's it. tired of it. He's tired of things Good. out of control. You know, he just wants sensibility. That's there all. There you go. That's what I you love ain't going to find it there, here, though. So, yeah. all righty. Thanks, Timmy. Talk to you later. Bye. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, here I'm on the KQ Morning Show as well as the podcast. Oh, God. Doug Sprinthal's all excited that uh, Frank Caliendo's going to host Car Selling Secrets a week from Thursday, the 25th of August, my mother's birthday. Oh, God but rest yeah, her soul. Honestly, God, Sprinthal's all excited because he's never met Frank Caliendo, so that's cool. Right? Yeah, that'll be, that'll be good fun. He's going to host the show. You were going to be here. I'm going to be here. The okay. We cannot, the show cannot go on without the Fountainhead. Fountainhead the Fountainhead. Source. Fountainhead Source. Indeed. There's no question about it. Wow. Um, yeah, as far as the news, because we got uh, Kristen Burt coming up a couple of seconds, so I just want to look at a couple of quick uh, news stories, see what other psychopathy is out there right now. Jesus. People are, honest to God, losing their people are so mean right now. As a doctor, what? how did that happen? I don't know. And, and, and they can... And they can turn on a oh, second. It's unbelievable. You know, I've I've uh, I've seen that. Is that they can be just so loving, and you try to help them, and blah 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 blah, and and, and in twelve hours they can turn to the absolute hatred. I, absolute I just don't get it. Hatred and disgust. And it's like, man, it's just bizarre. Do they bizarre. know it's not good for you? Yeah. Well, the, any kind of that negative feeling. Yes. Those negative thoughts, that negative energy, or. Putting energy toward that, I guess it's more putting energy toward that really is destructive. And we, 
you know, we're all prone to it to a certain extent, and you just got to really nip that in the bud too. So because you just you can you just it's just destructive to you personally and really hard on you. So we got to bring this up to you. We talked about this yesterday, and Michael Bryant made a very good point, obviously, about this next story. Activists fill golf holes with cement. Now, the problem with that activist filling golf holes with cement, they'll just move the hole. <laughs> I know, that's a I knock. Mean, how stupid are you? I think they're pretty stupid. They got to be incredibly dumb. They're just going to, what they're going to do is they're going to take that bit of cement out of there, they're going to cover it over with grass, and they're going to move the hole. No, you know what they, well, no, what, I think what they, what you do on the green, I think what you do on the green, when you move the hole, you core out. Yes. The section where the new hole, and in. you put that right in the old hole. That's correct. You take the cement out and put that in the old hole. It did nothing to fill with the cement. Yeah, they lost a couple. Uh, the, the, those, the, the, the golf cup has a little something in the bottom to hold the pin. Yeah. So there's it does, they yes. lost those, but eighteen of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably have seventy-five cents each. Yeah. But yeah. A little more than that, but still, it's, it's, that's a non. It's a non-issue for most courses. So. I, and uh, the reason, of course, is that uh, apparently golf courses are, are causing uh, global warming. Mm-hmm. No, golf courses do not cause they global not. warming. You are Because correct. they're growing grass, and yep. grass absorbs carbon dioxide. No, yep. no, 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 no. That's true. Well, they don't even bother to check now, anymore. Now, the, they could, might be critical about they may use too much water. For water and yeah, grass, that and is, certain yeah, we're mad like because and golf courses have an exception for water and use to conserve natural resources. I think that there should be consideration in places which are short on water to have links courses. Yeah, but this was France. You know what I love? But I think France has plenty of water. I don't really know. Here's what I love: we got to do something about uh, this this whole climate deal, and we you know, they're passing that uh, whatever the hell that act is called. That's the, he's Biden signing it today, I guess. Um, I got one problem with that. So we got to do something about the ecology. We got to uh, global warming. It's got to be a bitch. But if I leave Washington D.C., I have to fly all the way to South Carolina, which is what about a 15-minute flight? Yeah. I have to take a 767 to do that. Yeah. So it's okay for them to do it. That's right. All, uh, that's what I just love about Private jets these and people. all that sort of stuff. They and they're. It's okay for them mm-hmm. to do it, but no. Bad dog. If I mean, we Christ, ever consider that. That's, can't you walk to Keogh Island from Washington, D.C.? <laughs> it's not that far. They do a motorcade down there without too much trouble. Well, exactly. I just, but there's a 767, uh, you know. And again, I, I can't even tell you for for sure there was a 767 because you don't know if the other news service showed a picture of the wrong airplane. Well, ac- actually, they fly two Air Force Ones. There you go. Yep. And, you know, and they have all sorts of stuff in the other one. It's a decoy. You have stuff in the other one. There's vehicles and whatnot in the other one. I mean, it's just that's a whole nother, whole nother issue. I don't know. I just I really wish people would calm down and just get. The hatred is so over the top. You know yep. what I mean? It just it just too much, and the hypocrisy seems to be oh, way God, over the yes. top. Too. Oh, way over the top. Yeah. I just, Toots wouldn't be happy. She'd go, why don't you kids settle down? (laughs) You kids get along. Why don't you kids get along? (laughs) Shut up. Am I going to have to separate you? I guess. But but that does bother me. You know, we got Sage and Fawn and Ethan, and they're going to grow up in that pukey, horrible hatred. I don't want to see that. 
I don't want to see that for our, our grandchildren, and, Randy's and, son. You know, the only hope, I, one hope we have is that somehow this uh, social media stuff will get burnout or... God, I hope will so. ...will be controlled yeah, or I stopped hope so. or there'll be some sort of regulatory action toward it. It's just miserable. Oof. Yeah, and I don't... I don't know. We'll, we'll just we'll cross our fingers and hold our breath. I just... I really hope this hatred goes... What, what brought it on to such an extent? That's why I still do not... It has to be digital. It has to be digitally driven because I've seen hatred before, but not at this level. But it also, you know, maybe maybe there's a human need for hatred. And since we have nothing to hate, really, we don't have a, a huge enemy. We don't have the yep. red curtain uh, that we have to hate. We have no we have no no other country we can demonize or things like that. And yeah, we have to hate yeah. something, so they're going to create something to hate. Just like you need something to love, you need something to hate. So they, I guess they, I don't. I don't need anything to hate. I'm no. good. I love my family, uh, three generations of it, uh, actually four generations, but they're all dead. <laughs> but I just I don't want to waste my time hating anybody. It doesn't mean if I, I like everyone. I can dislike someone without hating them. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, with the uh, sort of the uh, fading of uh, religious beliefs and religious dedication, mm-hmm. church going, things like that, you know, that may give you, you know, that 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 it's possible that that sort of um, belief or philosophy uh, could soften hatred and things like that. And since there's less of that, that's more secular. Yeah, yeah. something to care about. Yeah, All I, I care about is Kristen Burt. Oh my God! Uh, you talking about antisocial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of only fans, I have a question for you, Kristen Burt and Ralph Basham and Andy. I was talking to my friend Renee about this yesterday, and I said, are people too stupid to understand that God is just a shortened version of the word good, and that if you don't believe in goodness, there's something wrong with you? I'm not saying there's a being. And by the way, if there isn't a God or goodness or whatever, and you die, you're never going to know it anyway, so what's the difference? Right? That's right. But, you know, good God and Evil, de, de evil, devil, get it? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's very, very simple. It's, can we celebrate goodness and not worry about it? It would be so nice. Celebrate the good. That's right. I was telling a story yesterday. When I walk in the room now and nine-month-old Ethan looks up at me and smiles, it makes my heart race. It makes me feel so good that a little kid is so happy to see me. Yep. That's what the world's supposed to be, isn't it? I mean, just because babies always frown at Kristen, that's not my fault. Yeah. Babies love me. <laughs> babies love me. They I'll... do. I, you know, I'm. if you need a babysitter, I'm a great babysitter. Andy? I, don't, I may not have kids, but I'm great with kids. And I am the person that if you need two hours off, send them over to me. No, why don't you have children? Um, my husband and I did, didn't want to. I, I've known since I was little. I always told my mom. I said to my mom, I'm never getting married. I'm never having kids. I did get married, but the kids thing. And I think it's because I'm the oldest of 16 cousins. Oh, that'll do it. I did a lot of babysitting. That'll and a lot do of it. Care. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. But you'd make a great mother. Can, can you rethink it? <laughs> um, I could rethink it. I don't want to do it. I'll be super honest, but I, I'm really happy with my choice, to be honest. But I would have been a great mother too. I do know that. No, you and would have I been a great mother. Two fur babies who now get spoiled because that's where our attention goes. Mm. So they, 
are super spoiled. But I do enjoy it. My, my friend is a, a single mom with four kids, and I love taking her kids out. Did she ever catch on that there might be a problem of a single mom with four kids? Are they from four different I guys? I would tell you the problem is her ex-husband who had an affair and left her with four kids. Oh, so they were, she was married and had four kids and her husband cheated on her? Nice yes. touch. Yes. Oh, and God. It was such a, it was so sad. It was such a mess. And their, their littlest one is a special needs. Um, oh, baby. Oh, no, baby. And she was in the hospital at the time. And just there was so much going on. It was really stressful for all of us. Oh, yeah, I, I, could see I stepped that. in as like the cool aunt as much as I can because I love them. Are you assuming you're cool? Is that what you just said? I am cool. <laughs> I do, <laughs> do as many Hollywood events as possible when you're young. That's really fun. <laughs> now, Kristen, you lived in Minneapolis for how long? Two years. Two years you lived in Minneapolis. I got some. This is probably going to shake you to your core, but I don't know what Cargill is going to do because they posted their annual revenue. You remember Cargill, right? I remember. I, do, yes. I think they're still around. Aren't they're they? I'm just talking when she lived here. Oh, okay. Cargill posts its annual revenue $165 billion. Mm. Holy, Holy cow. <laughs> wow. I think Jimmy Cargill, my buddy, is going to be just fine. <laughs> what does Cargill make? Uh, it's all uh, oh, car- food stuff. Th- oh, no. Any kind of commodity they say trade in and sell or oh yeah they, oh, do they? oh anything unbelievable oh, vegetable oils glucose syrup corn starch livestock feed fertilizer yeah, a whole lot of stuff do and is is that when you say that's revenue that means that's how much they made it says this is most revenue ever revenue would be gross uh, looks like their net in twenty twenty one was five billion. They pissed away 160 billion on other stuff. Most companies operate on margins like that. God. Yeah, that you, they can rake in 100 billion dollars, and you're only left with three at the end because of all the costs. Yeah, well, I that's mean, true, they yeah. probably have no, they hundreds sell, of factories. But they sell more than that. I mean, they only. I mean, their receipts were only that much. Well, they have 166,000 employees, so you got to pay them. Yeah, all over the world. 66 countries. Yep. Well. There you have it. No. All eggs used in McDonald's restaurants go through Cargill. All of them do. In the, in wow. the U.S. But That's pretty yes. good. And I'm pretty sure their meat sources through Cargill as well. They process. Yeah, they're, probably they're, true. Their plants process, uh, is it 1,000 thousand, uh, beef per hour? Jeez. 20,000. Is it 20,000 pigs per hour? Or 12,000 oh pigs per hour? It's a lot of pigs. And like, and like 50,000 chickens per hour. I'm just imagining like a big funnel that the pigs go into. Oh, it just goes it, into a gigantic I, I, meat I, grinder. I, I just cannot imagine the. Uh, I just cannot imagine just how how you get the animals there. How you how you get them to the yeah, plant? Well, true. apparently it costs 110 billion dollars a year to do to, it. To so get there them, you to go. Get them there. It's yeah. just amazing. True. So if you're a meat eater, man, they are processing as fast as they can. Yeah, they sure are. Kristen, I have to ask you a question. Yes. I'm looking at a news site right now. It's Star Tribune local news site, and uh, there's a an art, art about, uh, article about um, lights, light bulbs. Okay, we're all familiar. And it says <laughs> flicking lights, except when you first glance oh, at it, it doesn't yep. look like flicking. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you oh, that. It's yeah. like whoa. Yeah. And I all said, whoa, no, no, no. It says flicking. <laughs> Honestly, God, I'm you like, to, what? Yeah, you have to 
<laughs> Pay attention yeah, to that. Too quickly, it's going to come out something else. It's like people named Clint. You can't capitalize your name. No, I'm you sorry. cannot capitalize your name. You're absolutely yeah, you, have right. be, you have to be careful with the font. When, yeah. on, that, on, that, on that, on that, that, that headline. Careful with the font. Be very careful with the kerning. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. So, Kristen, I have to ask you. Um, Catherine and I are just chewing up streaming. I mean, we've been through Dope Sick, and we've been through the dropout, and we've been through this. Uh, we've been through the, uh, wasn't it, the, the something sun? I know it was the, the sun. We're watching that right now. But what was the one with uh, Jeff Bridges in it? The streaming oh. show that he was just in. He was, it was really pretty good. The last two episodes kind of sucked. But the first uh, four, it was a six or seven episode show. And the first ones were good. The last two were not very good. What the hell was that called? Uh, I know, I'm, I'm trying to pull it up, too, because I'm like... It's... Yeah, Jeff Bridges was in it. He was the really old good. man? The old man, there you go. The old man, yeah. yeah the old man, it. that's exactly right. So, anything new on the horizon? Anything I should, Catherine and I should be watching? Didn't you just watch Black something or other? Black Phone, that's Black a movie, phone. though. That's a movie, though, it's not a streamer. How was Black Phone? You know, it's so funny. Honest to God, Kristen, you got to come to town sometime. You know, we, have a little, we have a little movie theater in our basement. And Alex and I love. Alex and I love. Not that wasn't really a horror film. It was more a thriller. There's a little horror it in a it. Slow but burn it, psychological thriller. Yeah, slow burn psychological. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, but in any case, Alex and I love them, and Andy and Catherine don't like them. I just don't care for them either way. It's not like I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I just no, don't I know. care. I don't but know it's why. Because when Catherine gets scared at a movie. For some reason, she thrusts her hands at the screen, so it looks like she's trying to fly through the screen. <laughs> There's a lot of body language with her mm. watching a horror film. I'll tell you, tons of body language. It's so hilarious. When I get to Minneapolis, you know, I've been, I think I've been with you guys 10 years now. 10 years. 10 years, and I've not come to Minneapolis. Oh, uh, yeah, God. you were on one of the first episodes of the show. You hate us. That's why you're doing it. Let's see. I don't I can... hate you. We keep talking about plans, and then we don't, like, follow through with the plans. I think well, you know who's coming to town Friday is Duran Duran. We were all going to go, and it just never happened. What the It heck? never happened. It was but my I fault. thought you were the one organizing no, it. No, it was my fault. You're absolutely right. I, I just. You've got to organize something, and that way I can come to town. I like it. Let's see here. Yeah, you were on episode 26. God, that's amazing. Yeah, in uh, September September 19th, 2012. I think I did the first episode in the parking lot of um, Trader Joe's. Really? Because <laughs> that. that's, yeah, just where yeah, you were. Yeah, I was on my phone. I was out and about or something yeah. and, and on my phone. Is that the Trader Joe's on Riverside or in North Hollywood? No, the Trader Joe's on Ventura. Oh, Ventura? Okay. Yeah, and Studio City. It, Probably. What year did you leave? Oh, uh, oh, oh, I don't remember. Uh, early two thousands. It's been. Yeah, it, tr- yeah. It, yeah. I was gonna say it probably came. It was probably built. The one in Studio City was probably built around two thousand one yeah. or two. We we were back here before my wife told Tom to do the podcast. Yes, she did. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> so, um, I have a question for everybody because it was reported to me this morning, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I do know that the two brothers. One owns Trader Joe's and the other one owns Aldi. Mm-hmm. Those are brothers. But I was also told those guys own Ikea. Is that true? What? Mm. That the guys who own Trader Joe's and Aldi are the same guys that, owns I- that own Ikea. Really? That's what I, I was told. Aldi. We went to Aldi and it's, everything is just very salty. They should, <laughs> they should change the name what to Salty. What are eating that's salty? I don't know. Everything we could find. Salty. Even the, the bread was salty. 
Really? That sounds so weird. Salty. I like Trader Joe's uh, or- version of Oreos. I know that. Trader Joe's is a subsidiary okay. of Aldi. Because it's two brothers, yes. Carl and Theo Albrecht. Yeah, they're Albrecht. Yes. So what about Ikea? They own that? Uh, well, if they did, they did say in that article, they, I'm they, sure. Wow, Let's that's see, interesting. Y'all. I thought Ikea was Ikea's owned Swedish. by... Ikea's Swedish, yeah. yeah the Albrechts own... are uh, well, from Prussia, technically. Oh, they're from but, Prussia? But they're German. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I did not. I assumed they were Scandinavian. Well, all the... I, yeah, I suppose I could have either gone Scandinavian or German. They both make sense to me. Yeah. Trader Joe's, I had no idea. Who knows? That's all I have to say. Who knows? Trader. So Aldi has that same um, pack that, where they um, contract major producers of quality products yes. to yep. package their uh, their own uh, house brands. I love that stuff. Most of it's from overseas, actually, though. A lot of their products. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess they're German, so their suppliers are yeah. probably There's in a Germany. Lot of German products. Yeah. Well, how, much of, it, how much of it comes from China? Hmm. I don't know. I still remember the great Leonard Barr joke. Yeah, I was walking down the street the other day, and these three really good-looking women, I walked right past them, and as I walked past, they raided my uh, good looks, and every one of them said the same thing. Nine, nine, nine. (laughs) Turns out they were German. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of being really handsome at a 9 out of 10 no no <laughs> no god he was funny he was dean martin's uncle leonard barr dean oh. martin's uncle i'll never forget it what the hell does boy there's some stuff in the pay, on the on the news sites today what is paxlovid mouth and how do you get rid of it paxlovid oh, is a paxlovid oh, i is, took paxlovid you take it paxlovid i did yes I had COVID. Uh, oh, okay. That's, yeah. Oh, it's a COVID It's deal? an antiviral. It's an yeah, antiviral, that, and it, your mouth just tastes metallic for the five days that you oh, take it. Ish. It tastes terrible. That's terrible. That, that's too bad. So <laughs> did it work, though? Um, it did. I had a very bad case of COVID, actually. Um, I did, too. I did not let anybody know. In fact, I was on the air one day with you guys, like, nobody noticed. So I was like, that's fine. Um, But yeah, my main problem with uh, COVID, and this kind of goes back to my childhood too, was that everything was kind of in my throat. I had laryngitis, and that kind of lingered for about six weeks in total. Um, Six weeks? Mine wasn't that bad. And I, I didn't, you didn't end up in the hospital, did you? I no, not at all. Good, I mean, good. I was okay in terms of that. It just was like the laryngitis, like would not. I was talking like I was I had like this for a long time, <laughs> but I, you know, I was able to like fake it as much as I could. You know, just as long as I kept hydrating. But it finally went away. I didn't know if I was going to have some long term effects with my vocal cords. It was crazy. Was that the time you called me and I thought you were Jesse Ventura? I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? 
Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. Well, you worked for them, right? I did a long time ago now. I mean, over 20 years. It's kind of just about 20 years. Yeah. Hey, Kristen, get in here. (laughs) Was that how you did it? You know, Kristen, let me tell you a story about the time I was a Navy SEAL. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Wait a minute, Mr. Ventura, is that you? We were literally, I remember this too, he would go, we used to pee in our wetsuits to stay warm. Like, that was his um, fascinating. story. He told that a couple times. Like, like who about cares? Pee in I know. You know, uh, he once walked up to me at, when he was governor, said, you know, Bernard, I got to tell you something. I don't have no underwear on. I just don't like wearing underwear. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Why do I, I need to know? I that, though. I totally buy that. You oh, know, yeah. I, I think about this now, too. Um, he was always very respectful to me. And Good. I was super honest. He Good. told a lot of stories, and they were interesting. We would sit in the makeup chair, and he would just tell stories. He never asked anything about me. Probably couldn't tell you anything about me. Right. But um, uh, but he, he had a temper, and it was oh, yeah. oftentimes, like, behind the scenes, the – my segment producer really kept me shielded from all of like the shenanigans that were going on between like the writers and the oh, producers. Yeah. Yep. Jesse, they really just would like usher me out and just keep me away from all of it. And but he, he was nice to me. But I, I I saw that like oh if he gets mad it's not good. And his son worked yeah. on the show. Um, what was his son's name? La. I want to say like Lamont, Lamont, La. It was yeah, it was something like it. His daughter son? was Jade because she used to babysit Andy and Alex. Whose son? Uh, Jesse Ventura. Oh, uh, I thought his see. name was like Daniel. Tyrell, Tyrell, Tyrell. Oh, yes. Tyrell. There you go. Okay. Tyrell. Uh. Um, yeah, and he at the time he was still sort of coming off of that. Like I had a party at the governor's mansion, and people are still mad at me. Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. Still coming off of that. Yeah. So, but he worked on the show like as a PA. Yeah, he had Terry, Tyrell, and Jade. Really too bad because Jesse and I used to be really good friends, and then he became governor. And he wanted me to host his uh, celebration at the at the XL Energy Center or where the hell ever it was. It might have been at the Target Center. He wanted me to be the host of it, and the station said, no, I couldn't do it. And he blamed me and never talked to me again. Wow. Yep, he never talked to me. I've, I have not talked to him since that day. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It's like, Jesse, I didn't make the choice. The station said I couldn't do it. What do you want me to do? Yeah. And why wouldn't he call you behind the scenes and just say, hey, like, why did you say no? I, my feelings are hurt. Like, that would be the mature yeah, thing to say. You could say, it wasn't my decision. Wait a minute. We got, okay, it's, what, it's August 16th, 2022, and she just said the words Ventura and maturity in the same sentence. <laughs> Mark that down. I should know better, right? Yeah, time stamp, time stamp that. <laughs> I should know Jesse is such a so, where, so where's our guy now? Do we know where he is? I think he's off the grid. <laughs> I, I feel like he popped up sometime during the presidential last presidential cycle. Right. For a yeah, he does. And, like tease, like a run or something silly. Right, right. Um, he has a Twitter but, account. 
Has it got a special check by it? Uh, yes, it does. I knew it would. So what's he talking about today? We have a major education supply chain issue that needs to be fixed. Okay, education then. supply chain? called a supply chain. <laughs> what does he mean, a, an education supply chain? What the hell does that mean? I'm guessing books and such. You're having trouble getting books? They're having trouble finding teachers. That's a, a labor issue. Yeah, it's about teachers. Oh, it's about we're, teachers. We're, oh, okay. we're, we're still applying that same 19th century solution to the 21st yes, century are. problem. And you can have as many books as you want. You, they just can be digital. And you can teach as many kids as you want. I and know. just put them on the camera. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. I mean, it's, it's I don't not, know I don't know why right. there's such a, such a reluctance to go ahead with this. And, Whoa. What was that? It's Twitter being great. Ooh. I was like, that's not me. <laughs> Way to go, Kristen Burt. You my mom said I was just talking with her because my aunt just retired from teaching after 35 years and she's so happy to be out of the classroom a lot of it is the administration that really has taken the fun out of teaching no doubt about it also the threat of school shootings was always weighing on them it was really stressful and my mom said if you she said if you and your brother were still in school she said i would have pulled you out and homeschooled you at this point which to me is really a dramatic statement from my mother because my mother was never like homeschool you know (laughs) my mom was like bye go to school see you later get out of the Um, house they wanted you out out of the the house house. exactly uh so that was i was really kind of my mind was kind of blown when she said that yeah our experience with uh virtual learning uh, it was uh vast with uh, josh and ashley and they uh some people can they, do it, and some they, people can't. They finished. They finished early, and they, it certainly was far more efficient. It's far more efficient. I did extremely do well doing all virtual. I finished up my degree. I finished it in like a year and a half. Yeah. After what, fifteen years of trying? Yeah. So you know, it would have been an ideal solution for me. I don't know about my brother. You, you know, it's it is. It really depends on the personality and how people yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah. Some it's people need the structure. Yeah, he, my brother would need a classroom, and he's a lot more social than I am. I would be fine learning alone, no, no issues. Then maybe he would have learned better since he's social alone. <laughs> I See? think he likes to be in a classroom. I know, maybe, but I don't know if he, he would have the same focus. So we were very different students, very different. That I came along, and then my brother came along, and they were like, oh, you are very different than your sister. <laughs> now, I have a question for you, Kristen. You've known me for 10 years now. How do you think I got along in the classroom? (laughs) (laughs) She starts laughing. I have a feeling your mom got a few phone calls from the teacher. You think there's a possibility that I got, oh, not the teacher, the principal. The principal, even better. Even better. Even better. I, yeah, I, listen, I was the kid that I never got a detention in my life. My parents never grounded me. I was followed by the rules, say yes and no. And then my brother came along and he was like the rebel. I used to argue with every teacher I had. God, they hated it so much. I did. They'd make a statement. I go, well, that's not necessarily true. And they would hate that coming from a little kid. Well, I, that's, that's why I didn't do well in uh, high school English. I mean, they would go through these books. <laughs> Holy cow. And they say, what's the meaning of this? And I say, oh, here's what the meaning is. <laughs> and oh, the teacher! I was always counter to the teacher. I just, oh, they I just, don't like uh, that. oh, it was yeah. god awful, oh, god awful experience. Well, we need critical thinking in this day and age. I agree. Some are not critical thinkers are not being taught critical thinking skills and are believing whatever Facebook is telling them, and that is what 
worries me about society. Well, it's causing so much hatred. I mean, honestly, social media is causing so We were just talking about that about an hour ago, that the hatred now because of social media is at an all-time high. The gun play is at an all-time high. I think it's all about turning digital over to dumb sons of bitches who don't understand none of it's true. Right? Well, this is what I think. When I read something on the Internet, or especially a clickbait headline, I mean, I know enough that clickbait is clickbait, so I – usually try and read the article to find out what's in the body of the article because it's usually very different than the yeah. headline. Yes. Uh, or if I'm reading from a site, I'm like, okay, what is CNN saying? Okay, what is Fox News saying? Okay, what right. is Associated Press or Reuters or someone else in between? Uh, to find out the actual facts and realize that, you know, the truth is somewhere between the two sides and, you know, people are reporting whatever they believe. And But if people are just saying like, okay, Fox News is telling me or CNN is telling me as absolute fact, we know that they report with a slant, we're in so much trouble. Yeah, we are. You know, matter of fact, this morning a friend of mine told me I should read, it's one of the London, England newspapers. Um, I know it's the London Mirror. What's the other? It's the the Guardian or something like that? The London. It's one of them, yeah. Oh, the Guardian is the London Guardian? It's just the Guardian. Oh, it's just the Guardian? Because he said they tell the truth. They don't lean to left. They don't lean to right. They tell the truth. Do you guys find that to be true? Uh, they, and you know what? They also do fantastic interviews with celebrities. See, I, why don't we have a newspaper like that in America? Wouldn't it be? I thought that's what USA Today was going to be all about. I really thought they would tell the truth, and they're as far to one side as everybody else is. And it's a, and all news outlets are entertainment in America. It's all entertainment. That's all it is. It's not facts or anything like that. It's all entertainment. And I, and I strongly, I strongly believe that. No, you're absolutely. It's all about money, money, money. It's about making money, and that's all there is to it. Okay, I'm just going to hop on U.S. News on the Guardian website. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. One thing they don't miss out on is putting up, popping up ads like every other news yeah, site. Yeah, they sure do. Holy God! I remember when the uh, the show first started, yeah. and I was going to news sites because that was part of the thing that I did. Right. I remember I was like, okay, so this is a you know business thing. I probably shouldn't use an ad blocker because you know it's just more professional if you don't. And that lasted about a month because news sites would have so much crap that it would freeze my browser. It's like oh, you yeah. can't oh, use yeah. them without pop-up blockers. They're kind of like being hoist with their own petard there. Yeah. Hoist on your own petard. I love that. I haven't heard that in a while. No? All right, Kristen, so what else? Years. What else should I know about movies, TV, anything good coming out? Um, I don't know if you'll like this, but I know that Catherine and Alex will probably like it. A League of Their Own has been turned into a TV series what? on Amazon Prime. Who's in it? Not faces that people would recognize. It's not like a Tom Hanks and a Gina Davis, but I think that they would probably enjoy it. Good. It was a great movie, too. It's good that they're putting in new talent. That's great to hear. Yeah, it's it's great to see that there are, you know, faces that, you know, are kind of like up and coming versus, you know, oh, it's just all famous people or all famous celebrities because that's where all the movie stars are going these days because they know they can earn their Emmy. Yeah, very, very true. It's absolutely true that that's uh, the situation, but we're watching a show and that's called. Really out on Amazon Prime. It came out last weekend, so 
highly recommend that. We're, we're watching a show called The Good Witch, if What's you've heard that? of that. It's a Hallmark Channel show. Oh, it's Hallmark it's very... Madison? Who? Bailey Madison. Yes. I think the good... She's the daughter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Hallmarky. It's very soapy. Not really my thing, but I, you know, it's tolerable. You know, happy Listen to it in the background. Happy, happy wife, happy life. There you have it. There you have it. So nothing really new coming out as far as streaming stuff is concerned. The movies are, if they make one more movie that has the word Marvel in the title, I might I hang myself. I, it, isn't that something that they're God. And they're just trying to throw in, they're they're reaching yes, they deep, they're reaching deep into the graphic novel heroes and the, the people f- just love going to them they yeah. just love it yeah I, i'm, I'm burnt out on it i what's well, the same thing every time it's like oh this guy is. is gonna blow up the universe you gotta go stop him they stop him <laughs> the end yeah, the universe is that lofty still. Oh, but some, it's the on the um, the Flash TV show. I guess oh, spoiler man. alert for if you are you know three four years behind on the Flash TV show. <laughs> but um, there was a plot line where um, a the villain, I think it was the Anti Monitor. I don't even know, but he blew up every universe in the multiverse except this one. Why did That's blow pretty this high up? stakes right there. Every universe, all you know, infinite number of universes minus one. That's a little hard to do, isn't it? Not well, when you're the anti-monitor, I suppose. He'll do them three or four billion at a time. It's not that big a deal. No, just <laughs> no, no big deal. You just got to have some uh, stick to itiveness. <laughs> I figure suppose. it out. I don't understand why people like that stuff. I don't get it. Like I said, it's the same thing. Like Spider Man, I can I get because Spider Man, it's very low stakes and it doesn't take itself seriously. Well, well, that's good. It's like you know, there's this guy and he's being a jackass. You know, that's basically the plot of the Spider Man movies. But then, yeah, with, with the bigger stuff, you know, especially like Superman, it's all you know, Superman's gonna win. You can't kill him. No. It's like there's no threat. In real life. You can shoot him in the head. He doesn't even care. So it's like, I don't know. But there is kryptonite. There is kryptonite, but I don't know. It, it always seems to You just mis- fly away from the kryptonite. <laughs> it gets misplaced every time. Every time it's, it's near, it seems to get misplaced so it can't be used against him. Oh, Where do they keep coming up with all this kryptonite? Where did it come from? <laughs> it came, came from, from Krypton. Yep. Oh, well, I know. But how did it get here? A- Andy, how can you believe this? Can you believe the, the lack of... Oh, yeah. It's oh, on yeah, Amazon it's Prime. It's on Amazon shipping. Prime. There yeah, you go. Ship it right to you. You're there, good to go. There you go, Tom. Your liberal arts education watching, failed listen, you. Listen, this is a full recall. While you're watching um, A League of Their Own on Amazon Prime, you just order some kryptonite and kill Superman. Mm-hmm. While you're at it. Unbelievable. Just take care of him once. Didn't they kill him in the movies? Like, long ago? Superman? Yeah. I thought they killed him. Didn't I they, like, out... He... Put him in a kryptonite prison and then electrocuted him or something. I don't remember. Like that forty, one. fifty years ago. Maybe. But who play, and who? But who played Superman's father in Marlon? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Great, great. fascinating. Remember when Steve would... Cannon would do that? Watched a movie yesterday with Marlon Brando. Like the handsome Superman. Yeah, there you go. Anyone more handsome than Christopher Reeve as Superman? Yeah. That's all true. God rest his soul. Mm, that was wow. a tough thing. Such a tragedy. Yeah. Kristen Burt, we will talk to you next week. you got to get to town, sister. That's all I have to say to you. We have to make a plan, and I have to get it on my calendar because I'm already – I had to buy a 2023 calendar because already things are getting crazy. Oh, here we – I'm so popular. 
Well, I was supposed to be at Duran Duran this weekend. I don't know what's happening. I <laughs> know no, you fell apart on me. You're a you disaster. You fell apart. No, you. No, you. Plan. Or we do something warm and I go to Florida. Oh, we, there you go. Florida in January? Yeah. Well, is your brother still there? My whole family lives in Florida. My well, family lives in Naples, Miami, and Jensen Beach. Where's Jensen Beach? Yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, it's on the East Coast near Stewart. Oh, it's near Stewart. Okay, mm. it's right up the right up the road. Yeah, yeah so it's you, West Palm area. Your brother um, lives we in. We have a wedding. We have a wedding in January um, in Orlando, so we, at least we'll be oh. only two, three hours away, right? Yeah, but we'll probably be up at Disney World anyway. We go there about fifteen is, times. That is a year. true. Is the Bright Line open to Orlando? Not yet. They're, Not yeah, yet. They're being pretty slow about that. God, I can't wait though. Hasn't it been like three, four years they've been building yeah. that thing? You know how great it'd be to take a, a train from Miami up to Orlando and then take the train back. What the, I'm telling you, and I'm very serious about this. When that train does open, I'm going to fly into Orlando because it's only a two-hour and twenty-five-minute flight, and take the train down to West Palm. Yeah, that oh, makes God. sense. Until you hit the TSA lines at the Orlando airport, you'll rethink that. Oh, really? They're that bad? I haven't flown out of Orlando, so and I don't even know how long. Two hours, even with TSA free, it can be bad. Oh God, God yeah. you don't want that. No thanks. All right, young lady, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you very much, Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you guys later. Any closing words, Dr. Ralphie? Stop the hatred. Stop the hatred. Stop the drugs. Works for me. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family. (laughs) 